0: Good Googling movie. Imani Bates traded. Oh, my bad. Imani Bates in the portal. He in the portal. Yeah, but three. It's four of them out of Memphis. Mm. Yeah. This ain't good. <laughs> it to the Lakers. Yeah, Mm, I mean Imani Bates, I mean he can't go to another college, he gotta go pro. In the transfer portal. Yeah, but he gotta he gotta go pro. Last last time I checked, uh uh Barcelona, Bologna, they wasn't taking him out the transfer portal. Yeah, but yeah, if I was him I'd just I'd take the hit. Well he's he gonna be a career student. I brought it to you first. I said I seen a Marcus Canby when everybody else talking about they seen a KG or K D mm or so and so and a so and so. I he told you that even dribble the basketball no more. I told y'all that the first time we talked about our Money mm-hmm. face. So, it's talk Talking Chip Podcast, man. We ain't playing no games. We just want to fry this kid. No, I'm just playing. But, uh, yeah, we're going to examine the whole <laughs> scenario. He's a senior, right? Freshman. Yeah. Super freshman. Wasn't a diaper dandy, but super freshman. Was it a good move? Well... When you, myself, Sheldon Williams, formerly of Duke, Atlanta Hawks, uh, first rounder, we mentioned him, I said this, every kid is not in a dire situation financially, so he must be, uh, in the, uh, definitely with the NIL now in place, we don't know what his financial situation is but he's definitely not in financial dire straits to where he needs to jump to the pros so i think he wants to stick around and show people like hey they effed up not me so you want to take the show on the road in the college circuit to see well excuse me to show and prove now the trick with that is this if it doesn't work out for him on the second rodeo he may have squandered his opportunity to play professionally in the NBA right away. Yeah, but he gonna have to be he gonna have to be one of those guys that be like, you know, hey you know, he killing. I don't I don't think he's gonna go anywhere and score 20, 20 and ten. I don't think he's gonna go anywhere and score fifteen and ten. That's just my opinion. And that that's ten that's ten that's ten rebounds or ten assists. I mean, he's he's a stretch whatever. You wanna put the guard label on him, you wanna put the forward label on him, he's a stretch, whatever at this point. So, um You mean he's a situational player? And no, I mean I'm just using his good old basketball lingo like how we like to say, stretch, stretch you know, two threes stretch whatever, three, four. At the end of the day, he could be whatever he wanted to be stretch-wise, but um, he didn't live up to the hype. Bates averaged 9.7 points per game, 3.3 rebounds per game, shot uh, 38.6% in 18 games as a freshman. They didn't even mention the assist, and uh, he's supposedly a ball handler. Nah. I ain't never heard of being no ball handler. Uh, in high school, I mean he dribble up uh, end to end. Bring it up today, coach. Yeah. Yeesh. You mm. had some flaming hot Cheetos this morning. You hot. <laughs> I'm a man, buddy. but now the media is making money off of his down call, right? Hmm. Yeah, they were do. gonna make money off the downfall, regardless, because I've already predicted it. Not out of hate, I'm just saying I didn't see I didn't see the talent that everyone was oohing and on over, and I was just like, "Hey, man, play at a private school. Nobody ever sees you. Nobody sees the highlights. We see the highlight reel that you want to put out." A la like Mikey Williams, a la like Bronny James. Yeah, I'm calling some names this morning. Um. Uh, as we recording this one here, it's 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 the reality, man. It's the reality, cause when it cause, hey, when you go when you six nine and you dunk and you swing on the rim and the motherfucker don't even go low, right? They don't even break down, but hey, man, you know you kind of like because he he played heavy, but he's too light. If that makes sense. Oh, that's real. But you know, as he said, I'd like to thank Coach Penny. I'd like to thank Coach Penny, my teammates, and the entire coaching staff at U of M for giving me the opportunity to be a Tiger-based rope. Thank you, Tiger Nation, for embracing me as uh, he signed off. And let's see. Is there any speculation of where he's headed to? Hmm. Hmm. Michigan. Whoa. J1? Yeah. I'll smack you. Yeah. Mm. The godfather of the smacks. Yeah, is modern it? modern day. That's the only place he could go with GoPro. <sighs> well, Jack <That's> just. <laughs> <laughs> go Dion, man, for uh, Universal Recruiting at the end of the day universal recruiting at Jackson State University. If that happens, that would be quite interesting if he makes it over to the University of Michigan. Again, another interesting situation because you're going from one professional athlete, coach, turn coach, uh, and Penny Hardaway over to Juwan Howard, who was one of the Fab Five uh, elite players that went on to have a long, long career in the NBA. Yeah, but... He's going to the Big Ten. Mm. He will be be able to prove himself. I mean, I wish him well. I wish him well at the end of the day. I don't, I don't, I don't harbor any ill will, particularly for any of these individuals. They're the hot names we're talking about them. Or go to OU. Whoa! Which OU? No, University of Oklahoma, he, he, he's got to go somewhere where there's four or five regular players and he can, you know, sneak in. He can't go nowhere. He can't go to Michigan State. He can't go to Florida. He can't go to – he got to go somewhere and pretend to be friends. I doubt – I doubt Tom Izzo would have him at this point. That would be... No, 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 no. Yeah, that's what I said. He can't go to Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that would be a mockery of the people that Tom Izzo eats lunch with once a week. Mm. So, uh, but, I mean, he's technically uh, damaged goods uh, with possibility of organism infection. Well let's <laughs> say this, U of M, Memphis that is, uh, where Money Bates played at. Two days ago they signed another thousand point score, Elijah McCaden to the program. So my question is this, is he running from is he running from competition within the program? Oh, you gotta throw the alley oop just right for him. Mm. Yeah, he ain't gonna like like he'll be like, bro, why you overthrowing? He and won't go was, up and get it. Yeah, this this is a six foot six six four point guard from Georgia. Here we go again. You ready? GSU, Georgia Southern University transferred into the school, McAden, the 2022 Sun Belt Conference Six Man of the Year appeared in 115 games and started 71 at Georgia Southern over the past four years. Man, college basketball is starting to shape up and look like the NBA for real now.
1: He's yeah,
0: uh, old as the NBA, though. <laughs> He's a senior, man. Uh, he averaged 11 points per game, uh, just under five rebounds in 28 minutes. He shot the ball 47%. So, it, it, it it's, a, it's some change up, man. Some change up. Some change up in lineup, man. Penny got very close to getting into the. Uh, what was that? He would have made the Sweet 16. Yeah, but. Shit, it ain't even about basketball no more, man. Um, even with your family over there in Illinois, you know? Mm. Like. <clears throat> We never thought we would see a trend where, you know, seniors are staying seven or eight years. <laughs> and 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 the problem is, is when we hear about it, we're we're shocked, but that goes away very quickly. Hey, March twenty-first, man, just under a month ago, they made it to the second round to play Gonzaga. They beat Gonzaga. They drop into the Sweet Sixteen you know um hey they, they and they only lost by five points to gonzaga who lost the very next round in the sweet 16 uh to their opponent so why do you keep bring, why do you keep saying gonzaga like i don't i don't get it like what are you trying yeah. well, well what i'm saying is uh Memphis is competing yeah, with, they, or without, with 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 or without Imani Bates, and uh, I mean he may have registered what all of two or three minutes in that game. So, what was he really that important to the team? I mean, he was a it was a novelty, I, absolutely. I mean, it, like a clear like a clearly Canadian soda that I can find in the store here and there. That's uh two uh three dollars and eighty nine cents for sixteen fluid ounces. <laughs> there it is. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's this is it. A, this is import sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's so Imani Bates was something like like a he was like the skirt on a Cadillac, right? Hey. Kenny ain't losing, man. He got a he got a better track record. Uh who, you mean you yeah. mean He's, uh, I mean that nigga has a Pitty Hardaway has a chocolate box of assortments. That's all it is. One come in, one go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's had he's had he's uh he he put two two first rounders in the draft. Uh, he's uh, had three AAC Freshman of the Year, five All Conference selections, five All Freshman honorees. Since his, since his, uh, stint there, so. Kelvin Sampson helped Penny Hardaway. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Kelvin. Houston. For putting, yeah, for taking, putting Houston on the map, uh, uh, you know, year after year, right? Consistently, and Penny wouldn't have that much. Kind of like, see, Eddie George needs to do his job for Dion. Dion had helped out Eddie George off the record. Nobody wanna talk about it. But Penny and, and Kelvin Chancellor talk twice a week. There you go. There you go, man. Listen. Yeah. Penny uh eighty five and forty three, four twenty one seasons, mm. one NIT championship, uh sixty four tournament appearance this year, moving into the second round with a team that no one could imagine. But, I mean, all the writing was on the wall about this holy money-based situation. Um, if we do recall, going to back this thing up like juvenile. Rasheed Wallace was an assistant that abruptly was shifted to being an at-home, <laughs> an at-home basketball coach uh, until the end of the season in which he said he would no longer return back to Memphis. So, yeah, maybe North Carolina, maybe UNC, maybe he would okay. pick him up. No, man, here we can't. <laughs> hey. hey, there's only one room in this movie for one light-skinned ninja. You know Yeah. Like, hey, man, like, come on, man, let's, you know. Uh, Hubie landed on Plymouth Rock. Mm. Yeah, that's right. That's it, man. Yeah, but what a oh, but shout out Hubie. I mean, you know, hey, listen, man. Everybody got a cousin like Hubie. And we need to start showing some respect. If we if we claim to be so diversified, right? Call your cousin that's like Hubie on Easter and get him a plate with some foil on it. You understand yeah. me? For sure. He I do. Even though he don't eat it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do he say? He's good, right? He's good on that, me, mom. <laughs> He's good on that, man. Now, I know a lot of people going to look at the situation and say, well, Memphis is being sanctioned, man. They're going to go on NCAA uh, sanctions. So, but due to infractions, so that's probably the reason why these guys are bailing out. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I just I just look at it as uh as a whole. You didn't live up to the hype. You're wallowing in pity now and in shame and now, you know, the momager or the father, father as you want, you know, as they say the, the momager, the mom manager or whomever is guiding his career is telling him, man, let's go somewhere else. Let them make you look good, baby, so we can, you know, hopefully, hopefully become an, a, a a top ten draft pick. I don't see it happening with the kid. I don't you know it and it reminds me there was six people previously this week that said uh Hayden and Tone you guys need to do an exclusive show on AAU fathers. We here, man. Yeah, Bring that hang up. Well, be, be, because so what happens is is remember I the, like barbecue on Easter. Well, I mean, and 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 then uh, put my don't let my sauce touch you know my food on my plate. I'll dip it in there, right? Mm, nah, now you put mine on there. I'm a little different. I'm from the south. Wet uh, mines. So you ain't got no divider on that on that Dixie place. Hell, hell no, where, where the, it all go down to the same tunnel. They <laughs> said, "Yeah, man, we had the paper place that was just holding holding each other's hands so it wouldn't break, right?" <laughs> yeah, nah, not me. But, not but me. like I said, with the AAU fathers, they used to get kicked out of gyms and say, "Go start your own thing." Well, the problem is, is they did. They would have started their own team, but. Those guys seem to be sacrificing more talent, you know, for the begotten son. AAU, man. You got uh we're closing the door on the money, man. Walk the plank, kid. We'll see you when we see you. Um AAU situation goes like this, right? So I'm having a conversation with my neighbor. Ironically, uh, Thursday, Friday, 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 Saturday, yeah. Friday, Friday evening. I'm having a uh, sitting on my sitting on my stairs, and I'm talking to my neighbor. And they're introducing themselves, introducing their son. I guess they're looking at me in stature, and they're like, "Maybe he coaches." Let's just talk to him. But I don't coach anything anymore. So, needless to say, they were like, uh, "You yeah, know, our son plays in this particular basketball league." Now that you brought it up, Mm-mm. and then you know we have the option of the Y, and then AAU. And she was like, oh, God, rolling her eyes, flailing her arms, talking about, yeah, the fancy AAU travel league. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm looking because her son is 11. You know, my son is 11, and we're talking about it. In short, just say, no, that's not the right fit for these kids. Not, Not our kids, because they're not that talented first and foremost they're, they're 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 beginning basketball players and aau has consistently been uh a thing since uh excuse me our guy tupac shakur kind of highlighted the aau process um and, and and the one movie that he played in as uh uh, the guy that was sponsoring the drug—I <laughs> don't know. If he, I, don't, I don't know if his character was a drug lord on that particular film. He was but, a, shoe uh, a shoe team. <laughs> it was a shoe team. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. What, what was it? Was it above the rim? Was above yeah, the, above the, yeah. Above yeah. the yeah. rim? Yeah. Above the rim. Hey. Hey. Great. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Yeah. But well, uh, yeah. Uh, listen, AAU basketball to me is just like, it's a nightmare. But it doesn't run, it, it does run close to AAU baseball. Similar situation. Maybe not as highly profiled as the basketball. But, and now what's running close to the AAU basketball is the damn 7-on-7 football leagues with the, uh, with the foot, with the kids now, uh, postseason, to where I'm just scratching my head, like, wow, do these kids ever get a break? That's my first question, man. Do these kids ever sit down and rest their body? No, no, and not only do they not rest their bodies, but these uh, orthopedic surgeons are are thinking about quitting their jobs because they see so many of them, and it's. Mm. Particular- it's the ACL tears. It's the rundown of the patella. Uh, and, and it's the reason why Kobe Bryant says, uh, why play five on five when you can play one on one and get more shots? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's the cloud chasing. And then it's, it's the ridiculous, uh, showcases that are being put on, like, picture tent revivals in the South in 1948. (laughs) (laughs) Days of our lives, man. That's what they remind me of. The Reverend, you know. Best AAU team. Wow, see, they got their own category. It's pretty easy to find them. Number one ranking right now, 2020, because this is what Sheldon talked about as well. These kids checking for certain rankings. Indiana. Elite 2020. Yep. And number one, Under Armour Grind. Number two, Spicy Indy Heat. Number three, it doesn't say where they're out of. Uh, another Indiana team. Number four. Wow. And that's it. I mean, it's it's it, the top ten is pretty much littered with teams from Indiana. Well, that's where me and Sheldon got on the plane when we were 15 years old until we were 18 years old and went to Nike All-American camp in Indiana. Indiana is is a hotbed for talent. They just can't... Bring it back. They're a hotbed well, for talent, but they can't do what? Well, they can't keep the talent. They, it, they go... Uh, different places they don't stay in the state kind of like wisconsin there's a lot of wisconsin and indiana are hot led for uh high x's and those high octane basketball with athleticism and intellect but they can't stay in the state mm. well that's pretty obvious i mean the private schools are going to always dominate having the ability to uh having the ability to uh, you know, before this NIL situation, it was the pay to play and the reverse process. They're saying we're offering you a great academic situation, help you get into the best institutions, and boom, you come with us and we'll take care of you. You know, hey, uh, often you would see mostly, I got to call it what it is. You know, it, 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 was, it was like the movie The Blind Side where you would see, some massive or a, 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 a gifted for that age group, talented athlete living with a Caucasian family. Whoa, uh, hey man, that, that's not what the Blind Side was about. Hey, hey, say what you want to <laughs> say. Twenty million dollar lineman. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Jonathan Orr. Uh, man, it's Jesus, oh. yeah, man. man. But yeah. you got a, a couple players right here. I'm just calling the top four. Jalen Washington is a kid to watch. He's ranked number one. Uh JJ Starlin, Chris Gunn, and I always love the white kid, the long shot. Fletcher Lawyer, out of Homestead, Florida. He's for it. Yeah, man. I like that. Yeah. Homestead Indiana, I'm sorry. Shooting guard, six foot four. He's ranked number four. Uh, Chris uh, Chris Gunn. Chris Gunn out of Indiana. Number three. Yeah. yeah. And uh JJ Starlin. Number two. Where's he? All, all Indiana kids right here, man. Oh my god. Hey, listen, is that fair? Is that where the NCAA is located? Six <laughs> six nine. Power for Jalen Washington, man. He's supposed to be the uh next year crop to watch. Yeah. Huh. Well, it's funny because I can. I got two. I got two sophomores that are six foot eight that I consult with, um, and they play on different AAU teams. And every time they have a tournament, I, I'm just pacing by my phone, waiting on the results, you know, from each father. And and I just want to say, I mean, to those fathers who who allow uh, certain third party vendors to trust the process. Of calling me and not cussing out the coach has been a, uh, a a hypothesis and experience that has really worked out in one's favor. So if you got a superstar out there, find a consultant that you can call and cuss out after the game and not the coach. It'll help you out. Mm. Big business, man. Ron Artest. Now Meta World Peace, Lamar Odom, Elton Brand, Eric Barkley. Uh, wow. Dwight Howard, Josh Smith, Randolph Morris, Javious Crittenden, Brandon Rush, Mike Mercer, all ran on one team back in two thousand and three. Wow, that was crazy. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I mean, like I said, Don Cheetah wasn't the first uh, one to bring out this gangbanging shit. Yeah, LeBron James, Kendrick Perkins, Leon Pope, Demarcus Nelson, and Ubaka all ran for the Oakland Soldiers back in the days. Kevin Love, Brandon Jennings, Taylor King, Daniel Hackett, and Malik Story on one squad. I mean, these are some of the spicy teams from back in the days, man. And this is right out of Indiana right here, with Greg Odin. <laughs> Big Greg Oder, Josh McRoberts, Mike Connolly, Daquan Cook. Daquan Cook. What up, boy? <laughs> Miami Heat, what up? Eric Gard Gordon all ran on one team. So as you can see, man, they put some of the elite talent regionally or somebody comes way out of area to participate to play on these teams. But man, dad. I mean, but listen, wait. We got we got to switch this up. AAU dads, fathers. Hate to say this though, man. Are there really a lot of AAU fathers, quote unquote? Since the 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 the, the black male is missing out of the household, is he really around And participation like that? LeBron James does not know who his daddy was. Uh, so so is it is it is it about them manip- manipulating the mother? As I said before, momager. Uh, I, you know, we know we definitely know there's a dual parent household at, allegedly with uh, Imani Bates, but it seems as though you know he spends he, he sends a lot of uh, love notes to his mother publicly than he does his father. In regards to you know who's running the, who's running the ship, but I could be wrong there in his situation. But in most instances. Kendrick Perkins, definitely. I think he was uh, from a single-parent household, one of those big guys living uh, in a Caucasian household, you know, once he made it to the next level, going to a Catholic school. So so he did it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and I'm not getting down on it. So this is the problem is it, it gives a false sense of security When you have these AAU fathers who coach their kids, you know, from eight years old all the way to, uh, you know, their senior year and their last year in high school, it brings this false sense of security. And what happens is is they sort of compromise uh, their teammates, the other players' game, just to ensure that their son – and nepotism is nothing new under the sun. But you have some of these single mothers who are letting their kids play for these father AAU coaches, and their sons are basically just rebounding and setting picks. Since the mom doesn't go to the game, she doesn't know. She just knows her son gets a free meal at McDonald's and he gets a ride to the game. That's all she's concerned about. Some shoes, some hookups. He's traveling. He out of her hair, and great. You know what I mean? Youth sports. Is raising a kid. Yeah, situational uh uh like a custodial dad and, you know, go ahead and get that, that chair out and pull that top ramen out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, but and then these fathers that are these AAU coaches, you know, one thing that concerns me is I'm like, you know, coach, what you running today? He said oh, you know what we do, the same stuff we ran in high school back in the day. And I said, whoa. I mean, that really scares me too because we're holding on to this notion of Kevin Willis, and, you know, those days are over with. I mean, I don't – not every NBA team has a big footer. Uh, I'm having a problem right now with my boys. Everybody wants to put them in the post when they're 6'8 and 16, but they're kind of messing up me trying to get them over to Europe when they turn 18. Yeah, that's true, but I mean, Cat, Carl anthony Thomas is, is making it, it look sexy again. Oh, the uh, that new hairstyle. No. Yeah. just the big guy being able to wheel his way through the uh, post, shoot from the outside. I mean, hell, he debo the Lakers. At the end of the season, man, moving a lot of people out of the way, putting that thing back up. And so, a lot of people believe in this process. I mean, look at Zion, another big AAU superstar. Yeah, Zion Williamson. Yeah. I couldn't skip him. Yeah, hey, listen, I I mean, I just saw Zion in the warm up line, and I thought you know he was working with jerry jones but i guess he was still playing basketball and then like i see all of this weight and then he just goes up and up and up he kind of reminds me of that expensive drone that i lost and flew away hey mm. what you say they couldn't check him at in his heyday And A-A-U. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you hey how can you have a heyday when you're 23. I I said in, in AAU. I mean, oh. listen. Oh, listen, <laughs> listen, Lenny Cook still, still, still get a lot of calls, man. And uh, he never touched the league. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, like you know, that's sort of like a grandfathered in uh, type of situation. Yeah. Lenny Cook, if you guys don't know, he was supposed to be better than LeBron James. They was in the same uh situational Adidas camp and uh LeBron outshined him. And from that point on, Lenny returned back to Jersey and was never heard from uh nationally again. And uh he went on to live his life in a different manner. Still 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 seems like he's, you know, Happy days, enjoying himself, but it's it's interesting, you know. Great, even Greg Oden, you know. I mean, Greg Oden was supposed to be the next God since Shaq, since David Robinson coming out of Ohio State. But uh as my man read that that that, that the word on the box in the movie The Christmas Story, fragile, fragile. Mm. I mean, my guy was super fragile, couldn't stay healthy, uh, leg injury after leg injury after leg injury, uh, drafted by the Portland Trail Blazers, which seems to be a curse for big men. Mm-hmm. Big men man, big man taking number one, <laughs> and going up to Portland, just have never panned out. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. But the AAU sports, man, the gambling, yep. The 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 all, all the money that's been thrown into these young kids to create these super teams. and as I looked at the record with uh <clears throat> with the Dwight Howard team, as I was just skimming over some of the highlights or the, the points that they made, uh, they went undefeated, man. They went out to Vegas and wrecked shop. They whooped teams by on on average twenty plus or better per game. You know, that, that team uh, had five NBA guys on it and eventually. So is it really a team? <sighs> I guess I guess it's the flavor of the week at the end of the day. Like it's it's a team, but when the when the when the inter turmoil happens amongst the players, which is gonna happen? You know, where they're gonna be bickering amongst one another. Man, give me the damn ball, Keyshawn. Uh gimme the ball, man. I need I need more shots. I need more touches going down. You know, and, and it it turns into that one man show out there. A la The Rucker. A la uh the uh Dequan Wagner. Oh man, Juani, New Jersey, Camden's finest. Yeah. Uh, Hey, second player since hmm, I'm gonna say Wilt did it in the NBA. Cheryl did it in at USC. And uh Dewan did it in high school in Camden, New Jersey, where he dropped hundred points in one game. Yeah. yeah, I see his son. The next the next coming, the prodigal son, DeWan Jr. Yeah, because DeWan Wagner was my sophomore year at Nike Camp, that's when he was on my team, and I tell you what, he was on his own team, but he was so uh, quick with it. He was so good. Like, have you ever met a ball hog that was so good you didn't mind passing him the ball? Oh man, it's polarizing. <laughs> I mean, it's that's, it's, it's polarizing <laughs> seeing seeing somebody who's who's targeted as such a great player. And watch them come out and live up to the hype, or just perform at, at such a uh, in such a way that you can just be like, "Damn, that dude, nice. He' gonna he be a like beast." A he looked like a, his arms. So basically, you know how a chimpanzee kind of walks with like bigger arms and shorter legs. Don't take us out of context, y'all. Keep well, it, I mean. It, 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 and, it, and like his knuckles, so when he would cross people over, he would scrape his knuckles uh, on the on the hardwood, and you wouldn't know what he was doing. So he could, you know, freeze you up with the crossover between the legs, and it was a quick pull up jump shot, and it was done. Kind of like they how they're using the gorilla emoji these days, beastin'. Uh well, I'll see. I didn't. I didn't say all that, Tone. So you're the one that had to add that extra stuff to it. Next thing you know, you're throwing me a banana after the game. Hey, hey maker. Got to do what you got to do sometimes, man. But I'm just putting the reference in relevance terms so people understand that it's not a demeaning. It's not. It's not in a demeaning context. I mean, it's yeah, But it's I'm you black. Do. How can it be demeaning if I'm black? I have the right to say that. You do. But, you know, people take things and blow it out of proportion all the time. So that's why I kinda you know, I I put a uh what's the guy what's the guy who was running with Trump that had the pillows? They ran them off TV. I try to put one of his pillows on the on the each listener's head so that they can understand no harm, no foul over here. Oh, no, no, no. I'm black. And like I said, my grandma taught me everything on her lap in Tulsa, Oklahoma, sipping Kool Aid out of a jelly jar. Look at you, man. All right, man. Alan Payne, <laughs> we understand. You blickety black, black, blick, blickety black, 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 blickety, 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 blickety. We got you, Alan Payne. Got yes. you. CB4, baby. Oh, CB4. CB4. We I trying them, to put the reference out there, man, so people can follow us. Cause you know, I'm 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 historic on the music side, on the film side. You 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 pull, man. You be pulling some crazy ones from way way back, so people can understand what we're talking about in the long haul. So, you know, what do you mean? I just saw Cocoon last night. Hey, look at you. Yeah, that was uh, Ron Howard's first movie. And a bunch, of, you know, a bunch of old white people getting into uh getting naked on, on film and walking into some shells and or do they walk out of the shells? I don't know how it went. That was like you on my Google search history though. You I know. don't know, but all <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. you know, Come out of that shell. I think it was a I think it was a uh, or whatever happened to that old uh, film company, Orrin, when it came out with Mac and Me, like it was a uh, get on bootleg uh, ET. God, those were the days. How would the duck? Doctor... Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but it. So I mean, so what? So what? Aren't you gonna go and start your own AAU team now? So you can coach. No your interest, name? man. No interest, man. I I don't I don't I don't personally. Have the time to uh, invest into these 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 young phenoms anymore? Um, Cause it's not even it's not that. I mean, you 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 know the parents that are around, they want so much say in regards to who's playing, how they're playing, but yet they never want to come out and coach. Mm-mm. Be like, yo, hey man, just go sign up over there, man. Do the background check. Blah blah blah. Oh no 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 nah, nah. I'm just you know I just I just seen a couple things, coach. I was just trying to trying to point out that. And then you know you know you know just do using a name arbitrarily. You know my son Malik. uh, you know we we was working on this at home and and I think he has it down pat, man. You can just run him off the screen and he can come around and boom boom boom. You know. But yeah, man, sit your ass down. Is either you gonna coach? Oh, you're gonna be quiet, and that's what—that's where I—that's where I am at. With the, that's where I'm at right now as a, a youth coach, a former youth coach. I just can't take the background chatter, man. It's just ridiculous to me. Well, I mean, but it 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 com- it comes with it. The the problem, the number one problem I have is parents not allowing their kids to go through climatical instances and not allowing me and not allowing that kid to sufficiently get through it themselves, everything has to be modified to please don't hurt my kids. Well, that kind of equates to a, a high bail payment and, you know, efficient defense attorneys. I mean, that part of it, but they're actually, they're actually prepping them for the next phase. Absolutely. When when shit doesn't pan out, what are we going to do? We're going to jump into the transfer portal. Which is pretty progressive. I mean, I don't mind that. I, yeah, if you don't want to be here, I don't. I don't want to make you sit out to think about, you know, what you previously did in life. Move on, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So why, get... why why would we want them to sit out? So what is what is that doing? Paying homage to the game? Hey, to each his own. I've never been a fan of it. It's the free agency of uh, college sports. At the end of the day, people must realize that um, it, it, it's a gift and a curse. It's going to work for some. It's going to leave you in disarray um, for others because there's over a 1,000 football players that haven't landed on um, with another institution as of yet. Uh, so don't find yourself out there looking like Baker, uh, Baker Bayfield, you know, jumping into the transfer portal. and. It's it just not being able to pan out for you as he's uh, stranded on, 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 on in Cleveland, Cleveland's death row with the Browns. He can't find a home. And that's what happens to a lot of these players out here, man.
1: They, and they that's think,
0: why I'm up for BLM because the Black Lives Matter should have been right there outside the uh, Browns' office with Baker. Whoa, 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 whoa. The team is called the Browns. Take it easy. Oh. Folks, it's like a $6 million house. So it's 80. like, go ahead and just uh, show up for Baker. I, I mean, you know, whole nother subject. I mean, I'm sorry I brought it up, but just using <laughs> that as an example. But, uh, but I'm saying though. The transfer portal is, like, really, it's really fuggery. at the end of the day. For a lot of you guys that don't know, um, you will be always enticed by someone. Saying that the grass is greener over here. But when you get there, I mean, I've had it happen to me. I signed a letter of intent, and the coach that I signed the letter of intent for it buttered me up, made me feel good. I mean, literally threw the Rolls Royce at me. And first week of practice, he announced, Hey, yo, uh, I got offered a job at another institution at a higher level. I'm out dropped the microphone. And I was like, What? You can do that shit? Mm-hmm. So you got all these players over here, and I'm I'm a former football, so quite a few players, let's say at least twenty of his guys that he's brought in from recruiting, they're sitting there like, Oh, he's not here anymore. And now the next regime that's stepping up, the interim head coach more more than likely they licking their chops because they're like, you know what? I ain't even like your ass, anyways. I ain't want to bring you on, anyways. So some people get buried at the ben- at the end of the bench, you know, with with transitions like that, or just kids just go over to another institution in general, thinking and hearing so much, you know, from the person that's recruiting them, and they get there and, hey, man, they got three of you. <laughs> they got two, three of you already, and you got to outperform these guys, contrary to what to what the coach said, saying, saying, hey, man, yeah, we're going to bring you in. You're going to be the number one. Now nah, they they may be looking at you like, you know what, he'll be a great practice player for us. Give us, give us a lot of great looks. You know well, what I mean? And it's the same scene, here we go, with another old-school movie, Haymaker. It's from tells tells from the Crip, right? Tells from the Crip from the hood. When my man goes downstairs, you know, when you first meet that coach, he's pretty cool. He says, Oh, yeah, the shit. Just follow me right downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he hits yeah. that light, right? He touches that light and he says, How'd you turn that on without hitting the switch? And no doubt. No doubt. And you got, you got, and, and, and some of these kids don't realize this, like, in, in actuality. The parents, as well, I want to make this clear you need great practice players just as much as you need great game situational players because how did Mike Tyson get great? If you go back and look at some of the guys that he sparred with, you know, a la Lennox Lewis, Mm. they went on on to become champion themselves. So Mm. it's not that everyone that, it's not that the practice players are slouches. I mean, we think about, you know, uh, as they say, one man's trash is another man's treasure. The Miami Dawson's threw Wes Welker away. Mm. Look what happened when he went, when he moved on to the, to uh, uh, the Patriots with Tom Brady and Denver with uh, Peyton Manning. You know, I mean, he can wiggle his fingers around, and I'm sure he's flashing a lot of bling on them fingers, man. Yeah, my yeah. high school teammate. West Walker, uh, but I saw him. Uh, you know, he was a, he was a running back, the kicker, and also the defensive back at Heritage Hall. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, West Walker. Miami's been uh, notable for throwing a lot of things away. I mean, they're so close to the ocean, they got to recycle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nil man is gonna make it interesting, man. With AAU. AAU-NIL basketball ratings, which seem to be for Gazy out there, but I say this to a lot of Mikey. players, man. Yo, it's great doing what you do, but salute to, uh, what is that? St. Peter's? Was it is it St. Peter's? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they lost the coach. Yeah, St. Peter's made it to the six, six, eight? The eight, eight? Elite eight? Yeah, just to lose your coach. Yeah, that's all good, though. But I'm saying this to say for players, hey, man, it's okay. You don't have to run to the powerhouse anymore, man, especially if you got an NIL situation. Line yourself up. Salute to Coach Dawn Staley. Uh, She was on the Breakfast Club this past week, man. Go check out what she said on the Breakfast Club in regards to the way that she prepared her players to deal with the NIL situation, which college basketball for the women is going to be crazy over the next couple of years, I think it's going to outpace the men's division because um, ladies first. Now, women just know how to organize when it comes to getting money, and so, yeah, right. and I'm I'm gonna run it straight, straight through, through and through. Having the experience that some of these NCAA coaches possess being former players themselves internationally and some with the, with the WNBA, she understands the agent process even more. So she was like, Hey, I'm going to give y'all a list of agents. You guys interview them yourselves. Take two months, get yourself situated with your NIL situation and your agents." And she said, by the time it's, and by the time the season rolls around and it's time to coach, I can just coach because any other issue that comes up, they deal with their agent directly or or, or their firm directly for their NIL deal, and that's not my headache. As the coach, I just get the player. Mm. So it's more of a man, designation, huh? It's NBA like, man. We heard it's, it's 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 our business at the end of the day. And I mean a lot of, and and it's so it's so all business that even even at her level, she just won the freaking championship. Uh a young lady who came in, uh notable score, played significantly as a freshman. She was like, Yo, I got a championship, I'm out. I'm I'm hitting the transfer portal because I want to go somewhere and be the feature now. Fair enough. So it ain't never easy. No matter how you look at it, no matter how sweet you think the situation is, there's always gonna be somebody in your player's ear. Now that money can be put on the table and the front line, it's the landscape is totally different, man. Yeah, because St. Peter's actually lost because since they won, they lost their coach. Yeah, but they but they made over about uh, sixty to eighty million dollars in revenue because of that run. Oh, those kids did or the university? A university. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll be, you know, listen. It ain't all, it, it, it's never going to be a one-way street. No matter how much we want it for the the, the players to win, it's never going to be a one-way street. And as I said in a uh, podcast earlier this week, we were talking about intellect. We were talking about access resources so it's great that that these young men and women have the opportunity to be given but even as they take it it's going to be squandered way more than not because people just don't know how to manage money people get money situations where someone says hey hey yeah, man, we're gonna sign this eight hundred thousand. I'm just keeping it light because these are not supposedly not supposed to be like one dominant deal that's supposed to just make your life that easy. I think that's supposed to be regulated. But let's say you get an eight hundred thousand dollar deal, you never had eight hundred grand before in your life, and want it all in cash. There you go. You see, it's gonna be people like that will make statements mm-hmm. like that. Are uh, you gonna have? parents now intervening and trying to interject and say, well, I need to have my house paid off. Mm -hmm. I need to do this. I need my money. It's going to be so much more of a distress to the players and a distraction to the players now because they have to allocate if these deals are favorable to where they are actually making the, 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 the final decision in regards to how their money is allocated. If it's not a parent-first deal uh, for some of them, and I know, and I'm saying this because if you're under the age of 18, technically, you're not supposed to be able to enter into any legal contract. It's supposed to be managed or represented by, and or guardian parent or, I guess, law firm agent. Uh, So there will be situations where there are minors technically signing major deals, so I'm acknowledging that point, but for those that are 18 and over, man, please don't go to Jacob. I know he in jail, but I mean there's little Johnny down in Texas with the gold grills and the platinum grills and the diamonds and the chains and just don't don't mess this money up because all of that fabricated eccentric jewelry that people like to wear. Shout out to Walker. What do you have to prove once you ink the deal, you are who you are in monetary recognition? If you're a millionaire, you're a millionaire. Why do you got to wear it to show that you're a millionaire from a flash perspective? Well, but the problem is, is if my grandma needs new carpet because somebody wasted multi-mill, I got to make sure it's replaced. I have no problem with that. That's great. But again, like I said, now... Now it's beyond being the uh, student-athlete. It's about being the uh, provider, caretaker, athlete, all in one at such a young age that some of these young men and women have never had to bear that responsibility. They've never worked at uh, that that little weekend job to try to buy the shoes or whatever because they've been given. Some of them are, are, are as gifted To where they've been handed everything so budgeting ain't in their forte i just don't want to hear a whole bunch of mc hammer stories well but the whole shoe thing like the whole shoe narrative to me is probably the most offensive uh you know give them some shoes it kind of reminds me of like uh mr bojangles wow Give him some shoes and sprinkle crack on them. Wow. I mean, what's the difference, right? No, I mean, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, give him some rubber. Give him some rubber. Uh, give him some shoes and he'll be happy. Give him some Texas Pete Hot Songs, too. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's going to happen. And this all ties in back to the AAU. Um, so this ties in back to Imani Bates and uh, many others out there that are going to <clears throat> have to make decisions and, and navigate in, in, a, in a whole other arena, I mean. And, again, I'm referencing Coach Staley Coach, Coach where she said, listen, man, in the next couple of years, the game as we know it is going to change. The business of the NCAA is going to be – totally different and so you got to get ahead of the bell curve now because it's going to be some players out there not, that are not going to be able to handle this you know as as the uh the, the host asked her how are some of these coaches going to deal with the fact that some of these uh phenoms are going to come in with these nil deals making more money than they're making contracts you need to coach them well it's going to make new balance uh, bigger than Nike and Adidas. Damn. Yep. So that's what's happening right now. And so, like I said, uh, for all those teacher corporate sponsors uh, for New Balance, I just want to say Long is the new athletic, New Balance. Indeed. Indeed. Salute to New Balance, man. Uh, Good up. You know, uh, my, my extended family, Coco Goff has a deal with them. Uh, little ten, young tennis phenom uh, um, moving up in the ranks in, in professional women's tennis. They brought on, uh, they brought on, uh, the, the Kwah. They, they stole him from Nike. Mm-hmm. And, uh, over there with the Clippers, man. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. And so, I mean, New Balance upper northeast they love the shoe suppose it's american made uh it's a great walking shoe and the, and the, definitely in the DMV area the uh the in and, and if you don't know what that is that is the uh <laughs> the DMV Maryland Virginia you know up in that area man and 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 that's 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 what they rock out at man Out in out in the uh, Washington area, Washington D.C. that is, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. That's what the DMV represents in that region, and they love the shoe. I mean, while they all of the rappers that rock them consistently, I see they're starting to bleed down into Florida. But that's because people are transient; they're moving that way, so they're looking for their shoe to be carried in that area. And I was shocked to see a lot of uh, Floridians wearing, uh, starting to wear the uh, actual uh, New Balance, the way that we used to Rocky Tonics back in the days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but no, but, I mean, it's just New Balance is, is honestly something we believe in, right? I mean, it's something that we wear post-athletic uh, career. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, it, 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 I believe it's the Volvo of shoes, right? It. it, Ma- it, it something Made different. in America, baby. Made in America. Ma- yeah. It's made in America, but it it, it it it's made to fit you good, right? I mean, yeah. you know, I love Nikes. Don't don't get it twisted. But I mean those I got I own more new balances than I do Nike at the end of the day. Them nine nineties, five fifties, hey. The N. The N. 574s yeah. is out there, man. They, they know about them numbers in certain regions, man. Because I tell you what's going to happen is, is New Balance is going to sign one of these NIL deals with these university players, and that contract is going to be grandfathered on to the NBA. New Balance is two or three players away from taking over Nike and Adidas, and you heard it. Uh, they already are, man. They signed Jaden Smith. Uh, the one that plays in the NBA? No, they signed Will Smith's on Jaden Smith. I can't. I mean, you heard our producers told them, we 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 told him that we wouldn't go there, man. And I'm not. I'm not gonna do that to them. I, I'm just saying, Jaden Smith rocking the shoes over the Olympics, man. And he was tapped as one of those spokespersons. Uh, uh, Donald Trump rocks the the New Balance, and 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 one of these pictures here. I'm looking at who's representing what campaigns they got going. And <laughs> hey, uh let's see who's this man. This is a young lady here's a track athlete. I I can't say her name. There's Coco Goff and Storm Reed. She's rocking the New Balance, man. She's the brand ambassador as well. And Jack Harlow teams up with New Balance. Well, like I said, I mean, when I bought a new (laughs) Zendaya, Vendaya, my bad. They used her shoe as well. Jack Harlow. Oh, God. Jack Harlow, baby. I mean, I remember, I mean, hey, if I'm a a little upset, man. Because how did he get on? I mean, they don't know who I had to hang out with just to get the 8-mile. True. Yeah, what? Jack Harlow. Yeah, man. Hey, man, they, they they got some great brand ambassadors right now, man. And um, these guys don't make a lot of noise publicly. Um, but day. that's what balance is about, right? It's to look, you know, good quietly, right? Yeah, they just fail. They just fail. Uh, they fail. And, and they're not, uh, I don't know, it's just like hanging out with Norman Rockwell with a pair of new balance and a paintbrush in my mouth, right? Right. And and but they and that's the thing, New Balance crosses into so many different worlds. So yeah, if I'm Nike, I'm about to bring back those Prestos. Gotta keep up. Ha <laughs> How much rubber was in the presto? Uh, okay. A waffle words. <laughs> oh man, I forgot I was there. Shout yeah. out, man. I mean, salute, man. I mean for Rihanna. I don't know if she's an official brand brand ambassador, but she wears them regularly as well. So I mean you can just click on New Balance, uh, spokesperson, and you get a chance to see some of the many faces out there that represent. What's last time you bought some Nikes, Tom? Well, I personally shifted from Nike years ago. Um, I wanna say about five years ago, I shifted away from Nike because I found I found a uh, it was a memory foam New Balance that was like man when I put my foot into them it was heaven. But then they discontinued. They continued. I think it was the P90s. It was the P90s, P90s for the uh, men, and I was like, whoa, these are game changers right here, man. Like my ankles. My uh my calf muscles were never strained wearing New Balance, and I was like, "Yeah, man, what am I wearing Nikes for, man? This is this doesn't make any sense." Oh, you know? and and I'm, I'm I'm this is my personal testimonial, so it's not that I'm slandering uh Nike like that. I'm just saying, like I was I, I had moved on past the basketball shoe because I'm in my forties. I'm not I'm not hooping like that, so. I'm not buying a $180 pair of sneakers, albeit Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, who are their top their top three um, candidates. Now, I remember at one point uh, they had the contract with Kanye initially before he went over to Adidas. Yeah. And so maybe I may have considered buying a pair of Kanyes at some point, but I didn't at the time when he was with them. And so, like I said, the basketball shoe, which 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 ultimately carries Nike a lot, it's not my forte. The cross trainers, uh, with the Air Max, they've never, you know, floated my boat. At the end of the day, so I went into uh, I went into Marshalls, and um, <laughs> doing a lot of name dropping, but this is where the story went. I went into Marshalls, and I I, I found a pair of New Balance. I was like, okay, I like the color. Boom, boom, boom. I tried them on, and my feet were, like, screaming. Uh, You know, like, it it, it, it was like a video shoot. It was like, oh. I was like, damn, these feel good. So then I went to, after that, that was maybe, like, a couple months. And then I went to the, uh, the outlets, the New Balance outlets at the Tanger. And a Tanger, however you want to pronounce it, Tanger, Tanger, I went over there and I was like, yo, two for the 80? Okay, give me two of them. And then once I found my preferred taste, I went online and I'm shopping exclusively wherever I could find them P90s right now. Like they're they're limited. They're still out there in a certain warehouse. I pay upward $130 for a pair now just to get those P90s back um since they're they're discontinued and that's that's my story and i'm sticking to it hey listen wait one thing and 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 and, and it's like this you know like i said coco golf is extended family for me it ain't it ain't because i'm rocking it because of her i've been rocking it before she got her deal, and i don't get no 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 perks from it i just that's just my shoe new balance yeah, it, but I mean, it goes to show how good a product is. If you got it for half the retail price, you experience the product, and yet you still go back and pay full retail price to obtain that product again, it's true testament, right? Hey, like uh, on the wire when they used to drop some samples of dope on the street, I got that pandemic. I got that pandemic. Man, I I went and, I went and sampled them Jones, and that was it, man. I was hooked from them, man. It's a new Balance for life for me. It's the only shoe my pops don't cut the yard in, right? Because he don't want. <laughs> to make the money. Nah, we don't rock like that, man. I got you. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I just cut the yard, and <laughs> hey, man, I made sure I had on anything but some New Balance. Yeah. And um, and just from a comfort standpoint. Yeah, we getting old with it right now, but them hokas, man. Whoo, man! Now, them hokas is 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 the Jordan of the the runner, runner, cross trainer. That is gold to runners, man. They're the most lightweight comfort. Seems like they're touching every nerve in the bottom of the foot to make make the foot, the ankle, and the and, and uh, everything that connects together works, and we're not off topic for whoever listening, whenever you listen. Just understand, you know, sometimes we got a little more to add. So this, this, this that, this, 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 this that uh, what they call it, a la mode. This that whipped cream and cherry on top right now. What you getting?
1: You but don't yeah, need. Whole,
0: you don't need to explain New Balance. Nah, I'm just saying that's the New Balance and the hocus man. That's it, man. When you are over forty. You got to protect the feet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wu-Tang say protect the neck, but you got to protect the feet when you're over 40. If you're not protecting them feet over 40, man, we see what happened to Dion and them blood clots, and we know he's been sponsored by Nike for forever, and you, you got to protect them feet, man. That's the most pivotal thing, you know, next to you, making sure you have the proper diet. Is the feet because if the feet go, that's a wrap, man. That's a wrap. From once you over forty or late thirties, put it that way. Absolutely. But like yeah. I said, you gotta you gotta cover your feet. I mean New Balance. I mean I didn't. I don't know. It's like that controlling my mind right now because the only thing I'm thinking about is New Balance. But yet I can't find one commercial on TV. Ah, uh, man, it's, hey, yo, New Balance is a Chinese food or sneakers, man. <laughs> I'm up, I'm up. No, never advertised nowhere. I mean, they might, they might do a print ad situation, but oh, no, nah, I take that back. God, man, I'm sorry, man. I got, I'm, I'm, I'm plugging fam like crazy, man. Shout out to cousin Brenda who told me September U.S. Open Coco Golf has a new commercial coming out for New Balance, so. I guess they try. I guess the approach is to attack the youth, you know, to try to get the youth movement uh, involved in in purchasing. So she'll be, of course, representing at the U.S. Open in New York as 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 she should, as as an up and coming great tennis player that she is. So that's well,
1: the I mean, only you know, commercial that the, I know
0: about. Is she the player that went through that uh, that telethype? Nah, she's fourteen-year-old kid that knocked off Venus Um, in her first run in the French Open um, during the pandemic, I want to say 2019, or or the summer of 2020, one or or, or the other, Uh, yeah, it was 2019, because she wasn't able to play in the 2020 Summer Olympics because of uh, her having uh, COVID-related issues, I don't want to say complications, because she wasn't, you know, gravely sick, but... Whatever kept her out from um, competing in the Olympics, she wasn't able to, even though she was uh, an official team member. So that's how the story goes, man. It's a, it's another wave. Um, Kawhi Leonard, all the all the all the um, time that he's been with the Clippers, and the Clippers have had ample TV time. I, I have yet to see a Kawhi Leonard commercial, as you said. So I'm just sticking to it and being intuitive and sticking to what I'm saying. New Balance is the Chinese food. It is. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, because, hey, if you go to Ross or Marshall's, anything like that, and New Balance is the only shoe that you find in there, and it may be like half a size too small, but you're going to make it work. Yeah, yeah, that's, make, that's it, man. That's the game. The game is different, man. But Oh, yeah, and I got uh, a public service announcement uh, for, you know, uh, parents out there, uh, kids out there. Hey, replace that. Replace that sugar in the cabinet with, with some local honey. Please. Replace that. That's yeah, yeah. the buzz. Local, local honey is going to help out with all that allergy all that stuff that I uh and and I carry two two quarts of Purex with me every day. Like all that allergy stuff ain't cool, people. Replace that sugar with local honey. Do us a favor. No doubt. Yeah, man. That's another one, man. In money, N I L A A U New Balance. We chopped it up. We hit y'all with a little basketball hot topics right now because uh Who's in the Who's in the NBA playoffs right now? Who, you following? Uh, the like the uh, the NBA is still going on. Yeah, and that's how we feel about it, man. Major League Baseball is back though. Y'all check it out. Uh, Premier League <laughs> Premier League soccer is back. Y'all check out Premier League soccer. USFL. Uh, XFL is getting ready to rev up next year. They're making gotta, a lot of uh, partner business partnerships with the NFL. You got to blame somebody. Yeah, and uh, no, R.I.P. Yes, yeah. the it guy had work. a very tragic ending to his life. wasn't really spoken of. Obviously, in the Ohio community, I'm sure it's 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 big, but nationally didn't go over that well. So RIP to uh Dwayne Haskins Junior. They did a memorial yesterday at the Ohio State spring game, um where current quarterback C J Stroud came out wearing the number seven with Haskins Junior on the back for the first half, excuse me, for the first quarter. So ah, young live lost, man. So Yeah. I uh Every time I uh, try to find more about that story, uh nothing something is there. Up. Well, there. well nothing is there, but something mysteriously comes up uh where I get distracted. Yeah. Nothing's there and um, you know, and I'm I'm definitely not going to uh make light of it. It's just a tragic situation and I hope when all the information comes out I, I hope the revelations of uh what transpired aren't too shocking to us and you know we we pray for the best and uh respecting the family that's all I will say about it until uh until we get the, the, the full the full story. Mm. Last word last words man what you got I oh, mean and they even have it like in this – they have this one honey where, you know, it's kind of like habanero flavored. So it, it's kind of like a little uh, – it's like sweet, and it's then it's like spicy. Kind of like Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, on that note, again, thank you all for checking in. Flute man, we almost at 12,000 views. Listens, please. What the podcast, and podcast must um, be bored, right? They're bored. <laughs> it's K season, so they watch that. <laughs> listen, listen, ain't no Stephen A. Smiths over here. Nobody's yelling through the phones, microphone recordings, trying to make it uh, overly but animated. But they don't know how you treat me off air, though. They don't know how you treat me off air. It's the reason why we got black and black crime. You got to know how he treats me off air, though. I I hear that man. I hear that it's a hey, it's, it's business never personal. Sometimes yeah, I gotta understand that man. That salute to all the guests that have stopped in, man. Hey, appreciate you a great deal, man. You know what I'm saying as we uh this show is uh being recorded on Easter, 2022. Uh, salute to you, man, for putting in the dedication, the work, and bringing on different guests that you've interacted with. Um, uh, they're on your friends list, personal, uh, indirect friends at this point, as far as booking them, all the shows that we've done, man, salute to you, coach T and everybody. It's not that we're signing off. I'm just, you know, and what they say, he is risen. So <laughs> <laughs> God's done. It's, it's, it's the it's the new year, technically quote unquote. It was, it was never really, uh, January 1st, uh before the Gregorian calendar was put into place. New Year was in the spring. That's when it started, things started to grow again, if you guys can 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 go back and reset it for yourself. So I'm just saying, man, hey, thank you again. And uh, I look forward to many more shows. And like I say, um, in the words of Luther Campbell, we won't stop. We're going to get it, get it. We're going to keep going for a long time, man. I mean, Howard Stern has been on for 30-some years. But I thought that was pussy. You sure that was Luke Campbell? Hey, man, I'm a Floridian native. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Take that. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Peace, y'all.